0: Welcome to Life in the Carpool Lane, the podcast all about learning life lessons from wild rides driving for Uber to being curious and jumping into life head first. We will go wherever the road leads us, even if that means taking a few detours along the way. So buckle up and get comfortable. Your driver has arrived. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Life in the Carpool Lane. Glad to have you along for the ride, everybody. This is your host, Jeff Yeti Burton, and I'm joined by my younger brother and fantastic co-host, the one and only Scott Skunkake Burton. Hello, Scott
1: Burton. How are you? Jeff, I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you today.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for coming back for another season. I know you were on a couple of episodes last season about out Uber and around and some of the wild and crazy experiences that I had with some interesting souls from that ride. And uh, you're back for season two. How, how come uh, you're back on the on the podcast?
1: Well, Jeff, when I heard the topic that you were considering for an episode, I could not miss it. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that,
0: what that does to your credibility, Scott, but we're thrilled to have you on anytime you want to come back.
1: No, this is great. And I'm excited for season two. I love the the kind of direction you're taking this to say, hey, we all think about some of these things. Say, oh, that'd, be, that'd be crazy. I should give that a shot. And then so many of us just kind of sit on the sidelines and don't go do it. And so for you to dive in and, and just kind of let us experience life through you, I'm excited to see the adventures you're going to go on.
0: Well, appreciate that very much. We've already had a couple of really fun ones. We've got several more. Uh, coming up later this season, so definitely come back every single week and we're gonna have a new adventure uh, but I got to ask you a serious question, Scott so you, you mentioned a lot of us sit back and you know you, we think about these things and and we rarely jump in and take them on. How many of our listeners, what percentage would you say regularly sits around and thinks about Bigfoot and going on a bigfoot hunt to see if uh you know if if if, if Bigfoot is real uh, probably at least four or five of them <laughs> <laughs> Well, considering you're a math guy, considering we've got, you know, like, you know, four to 5,000 listeners across there the plane.
1: Go. No, I, it's great. I, I tell you, and I know you've had the same experience, as I've had a chance to travel a little bit through the Pacific Northwest, through some of those forests in Oregon and Washington, you kind of get that feeling like, okay, I, I see where this can come from and why people could say this is kind of fun. And maybe there's Bigfoot out here and so much fun to drive up and down the coast and see all the Bigfoot signs and everything like that. It's a good time. Absolutely. Well, one of the reasons
0: I think that kind of, um, got us going on this particular topic and this particular adventure is, you know, this season is all about being curious. And one of the things that we're, that that I think kind of underscores the whole point is like, never losing sight or never giving up on that inner child, right? Like being a child is about being curious and not necessarily having all the answers and, and just, you know, kind of going along for any adventure. Um, I always say, you know, growing up is giving up. And so like, you know, who hasn't wondered about Bigfoot, right? And the the likelihood, and like you say, the Pacific Northwest, or you go out on a camping or a hiking trip and you get out in the very, the dense forest and like, you know, why not? Why why couldn't Bigfoot exist? All right, Scott, as we tee up this episode,
1: take me back to this summer and, uh, you know, our adventure on a real-life Bigfoot hunt. Well, as you know, Jeff, we we had to try this, right? I mean, you know, like you said, embrace the magic of what if. So we needed to go out and search for Bigfoot. And so, um, you know, we've done some backpacking trips to different places over the years, and we thought, hey, let's, let's go for this. So... We went up to the Sawtooths in the middle of Idaho and uh, went up there for a couple of days and uh, to see what we could find, see if we could find any evidence, tracks, signs, anything like this that could uh, point in the direction of of Bigfoot. Scott, we're going to go for it. Why not? We're going on a real life Bigfoot hunt. Well, and that's what this podcast is all about, right? It's just saying. Why not? Everybody talks about this, but nobody actually does it. So we're going to do it. And let's see what we can find.
0: We're going to do it. And if there's one thing that will make this podcast go viral,
1: I, I mean, could you imagine? What is the audio equivalent of a grainy image, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Here's some rustling in the trees. That, that is it. No, so I had a friend... And uh, we were leaders together in the Boy Scouts. And I think he was totally convinced that Bigfoot is real. He told, he told me this story of one time when he was out golfing, and uh, they were looking down the fairway, and there was some kind of a dark figure. And, you know, they looked at each other, they looked back, and it was gone. And he said, there's no way that a human could move that fast. And so that night we were there. We had all these, you know, all these boys with us, um, and he's out doing some sort of of Sasquatch mating call or something out in here into the wilderness. And then we start hearing things call back, and the boys were getting a little nervous that we were. Call- I'm getting a little nervous that we're calling in some kind of mountain lion or something like this. But True. but he's trying to call in Bigfoot, and uh, it was pretty awesome. So. I've always wanted to go out and see what we could find, and so here we go. This is our chance to go do it. Here we go. Let's do it. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. Here we go.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Carpool Lane. We've got more fun, more wild adventures And uh, a lot more miles on these tires, you could say. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're starting this episode actually from the Sawtooths in northern Idaho. So hopefully the audio is okay. And this uh, episode, we're doing a little Bigfoot hunting, or as we're calling it, searching for Sasquatch in the Sawtooths. So uh, it's going to be kind of a, I don't know, we'll see how the episode turns out. Uh, We're hiking up here in the Sawtooths as we speak. Here with my younger brother Scott. Say hello, Scott. Hi, Jeff. Gotta tell a tell I don't know if you can hear this. It'd be cool if you could see it. That'd make for, I don't know, maybe we need to go Joe Rogan YouTube video style uh, podcasting, but we're just crossing over a river here. Uh, anyway, yesterday we're at camp and uh, <laughs> kind of heard a wild thing. So, Scott, I want you to kind of recount what we heard yesterday. Suspicions of Bigfoot. So we're we we've got our eyes peeled day and night. But uh, what did we hear last night, Scott?
1: Well, we heard a large bang in the morning. At first, we thought it was a gunshot, and then it kind of trickled out afterward. That uh, it was a giant boulder coming down the mountain somewhere. I don't know, Jeff. It seemed a little larger than a normal human could push over the edge. So perhaps Bigfoot.
0: It uh, definitely heightened all of our awareness and our, you know, we we were, we were all in at that point. I think we were searching in the beginning, but then I think we were like, what the what? And then to top things off, uh, I've got photo evidence of this. Something happened to my tent. And um, I got a, I don't know if, well, well, we'll post it on social media and you can judge for yourself. But let's just say my, my, uh. Uh, ransacked. I was ransacked well said sleeping bag was torn about there was cotton everywhere uh, my coat a little lightweight coat uh, was torn up my bags were uh, tampered with you could say and so um, I don't know if it's uh, was Bigfoot if it was an aggressive squirrel or whatnot but it uh, again it, it's made for an adventure Up here in the Sawtooth, Scott. What's the best thing that you've seen or done? Or what's the best part about the Sawtooth?
1: Oh, I would say these alpine lakes with the mountains in the background. That's pretty tough to beat.
0: Yeah, we've uh, this this family, siblings, and and some of our kids. We try to go up every year, and we've done the last couple. We've done uh, what? What did we do? 2020, we did the Tetons. 2021 we did king's peak which is the highest point in utah the next year 2022 went up to wyoming to the wind river range and hiked up there to what was it Tittacombe basin and the lakes and all of that and then this year we're doing the Sawtooths. and uh you know you could say that it, it sure it's part of this podcast and this episode but ever since that trip to the pacific northwest and all these backpacking trips i'm uh I'm on a lifelong quest to have a little Bigfoot sighting. I don't know if you want a Bigfoot sighting or a Bigfoot encounter.
1: I'd rather have a sighting. Let's just put that out there. Now, here's the question for you, Jeff. Does bear spray work on Sasquatch? Or is it kind of, he says, no, I'm not a bear. That doesn't work here.
0: That's a good question. We do bring bear spray with us every uh, trip. Obviously, up here in the higher elevations, brown, black bear I don't think we've encountered or been in a space with grizzlies yet, but um, I don't know if it works on Bigfoot, but would you spray Bigfoot if you had an encounter?
1: Well, it depends if he's reaching out his hand for a handshake or if he's running at me.
0: I think I got a lot of questions for Bigfoot. I don't think I'm spraying. I think I come to him and say, we come in peace. And and I guess Bigfoot is now a bigger deal too because of what's happened in Congress. They've now confirmed that UFOs, they've confirmed our wild suspicions. So now that we know UFOs are real, now that shifts everything to Bigfoot. So going to have
1: some Bigfoot hearings in Congress now, Jeff.
0: Well, I'd like to be called upon to testify. <laughs> With the gentleman from Riverton, please stand. All right. Well, um, more more good stuff from this podcast, but uh, uh, a wild time up here in the Sawtooth. All right, we're back. We're still on the trail.
1: Scott, talk to me. So my question for you, Jeff, is what is it about Bigfoot that just kind of captures the attention and the interest of so many people? Like I mean there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, but this one seems to have some magic to it. What what do you think it is?
0: You know, that's a that's a question that can be answered over a lifetime, I guess. <laughs> I think for me. The whole Bigfoot thing, there's there's this mystique behind it. Like I think going up to the foggy, overcast, kind of swampy lands of, of of Seattle and the surrounding areas, I think you could t- just you could just kind of you could see it taking place. And then you come up to mountain ranges like this. And I think when you go hiking or camping, I mean we go backpacking. We've gone I don't know how many miles, twenty miles, twenty five when it's all said and done with our backpack and day packing and all of that feels like 50 but anyway it's probably not that many but i think when you're laying in your tent at night and you hear rustling sounds across the camp or in my case when you open your tent and and uh things are seem to be have been ransacked a little bit um i don't know i i think it's maybe the the possibility That Bigfoot exists? Um, The interesting question, though, that I have for you is with all of these sightings over the years, and it's been years, there's been sightings, but no one has ever captured Bigfoot. What do you make of this? Because you would think, you know, science and with as many crazies like me that are into Bigfoot, that you'd create this pretty good trap. I can't remember if this was on the episode of Psych or not, but, right, you create something get them in your foothold, and then you're like, okay, Bigfoot, we got questions. What have you seen? What have you known? Uh, why do you think we haven't uh, quite captured Bigfoot yet?
1: Well, one, one answer could be because Bigfoot doesn't exist. Jeff.
0: And that's the wrong answer. So go ahead, try again. Try, uh, take two.
1: So another could be, um, y- you know, it's hard to think of this when you live in the city. But when you get out into some of these remote mountains and forests, especially like you said in the Pacific Northwest, there's some pretty dense forests. And you can't really appreciate that until you go out there and say, okay, I could see how there is still a lot of unknown in these forests. It's not like we just, everybody's been everywhere. But I will say to the folks that question things, it's a little suspicious with how many HD cameras we all have roaming around the world. That every picture is pretty grainy and off in the sidelines. I don't know, Jeff.
0: What's what? Your response what? To that? You know? I mean, sure. I think that's a valid point. We're we're into critical thinking here on the pod, and in this audience. Um. I don't know. What if Bigfoot possesses superpowers, and one of the superpowers is like, you know what I mean? obscuring sightings or making it a little hard to to completely uh, make it out and come to a conclusion
1: so let me bring this back to ufos for a minute Jeff. if you're okay with that
0: i'm always okay to talk ufos and i think this audience if i know them and i know them well i mean hell if they've made it this far into the episode i think they can speculate on ufos okay go ahead
1: well so there's ufos flying around And we all kind of know this, but whether they're aliens or whether it's the government doing, you know, testing some kind of experimental military equipment might be a little of a different question, right? And so you do wonder, perhaps with Bigfoot, that there were people out doing things for one reason or another, right? Someone sneaking into someone's area, someone setting something up or, or whatever, but wanted to do it anonymously, and put on a gorilla suit, or even just a black jacket or something, you know, as they snuck through the forest. True. And maybe there's something along those lines that, so that that would be a way of saying, these people that are seeing things really are seeing things, but maybe it's a little different than what they thought they were seeing.
0: Yeah? That's a good point. Okay, I want to uh, stay on this topic, but shift a little bit. And I don't know, Scott, if you remember this from our childhood, but one um, summer we took a trip out and I think it was, I can't remember if it was uh, uh, Brian and Karen or if it was Paul and Dina, but I think it was Paul and Dina out in Northern California, I think Morgan Hill, if that sounds right. And there was an area there that you could um, mine for gold, right? California's, huh? Pan for gold. gold. Yes. You don't mine for gold. That is correct. Thank you for the correction. So you pan for gold. Do you remember this at all?
1: I do, just vaguely.
0: You, you were you're three years younger than me and 25 years wiser. But um, yeah, I mean, I can't remember how old I was. 10 or 11, maybe?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. I was pretty young, but I do remember panning for gold there in Northern California. I also remember not getting filthy rich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yet. Come on, yet. Okay,
1: so here is why
0: I bring this up. I remember being there and we were panning and I remember then they, our parents and, you know, everybody, we were, we were packing up and heading back or hand to lunch or whatever we were doing. <laughs> I think this, maybe this is what started me on this quest for Bigfoot for on this, like, I'm going to get rich overnight kind of thing. Right. I don't think that's unique to my personality. Um, but I remember we, we, we got a couple of flakes of gold, and I remember just being so intrigued and so not wanting to leave because it was like, no, 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 no. This next pan, Scott, is going to make us rich, right? It's probably a lot like fishing, right? I mean, when do you turn in for the night when you're out fishing? You're like, no, this next cast, I'm going to catch a big fish. Am I right? I guess so. So anyway, I think back to that in terms of just... To answer your original question of like, what about this is so intriguing? Or why do so many people, you know, get involved with this? And I wonder if it is um, just that. It's like around this next corner. And and like you say, you're up here in these dense forests or these mountains or wherever you are. And you, you could kind of make something out. And maybe you're not certain of what it is. But maybe... The pursuit, right, is, is what's intriguing. Maybe we leave with this quote. This uh, You recommended the book, what was the book? Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, I want to say. And there is a line in there that I absolutely love. And it, it just speaks to my soul. And that is, we are most comfortable when things are certain. And we are most alive when they are not. And I love that. I think sometimes we want to know things we want to know in our lives, right? Like what's around the corner, how this chapter ends. What is this business venture going to, you know, unfold? What does this relationship look like? You know, we always want to see the ending. And I think with sitcoms, with streaming TV, when we binge watch something, we have the, the luxury of seeing the end quite quickly, right? Reading a book, right? There's always a conclusion. And sometimes I think life... I think it's about embracing the uncertainty and just going with it and not knowing how it ends. And sometimes in that moment is really, as as the Heath brothers say, that's where you really come alive. Because it is a mystery, right? It is like hunting Bigfoot. You never know. You just kind of embrace the uncertainty. And uh, maybe the cool thing is... We may never know, and that's okay because that means the journey is still going. All right, signing off from the Sawtooths. A little bit of wisdom, a little bit of a uh, little bit of exploration, and uh, a lot of bit of fun. So thanks for tuning in. Hang on. What was that? We we're about to end this episode. Uh, w- uh, something just happened up here. <laughs> oh boy. Well, there you go. <laughs> we're back, Scott. We're back. We're alive. We're we're uh we're recording in the booth again, you could say. So we we made it out of there alive. How yes. fun was that?
1: Jeff, that was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it was. Absolutely. Thanks for coming along. Well, you know, we're always good for an adventure, especially when Bigfoot's involved. Absolutely. So are you going to give us any uh, update on what you found as you rushed off into the bushes there? (laughs) Well, I I don't know. A a
0: professional podcaster would say, find us on Patreon, life in the carpool lane.
1: (laughs) That's the paid content stuff. (laughs) We'll leave it there then. No, but I got to ask you just as we kind of wrap up here. So two questions that we need to know. Number one, what was your biggest lesson learned or takeaway from this? And number two, are you glad you did it? Would you do it again? What What do you think?
0: Yeah, uh, really, really good question. So, uh, biggest lesson learned or key takeaway? You know, the more I think about this and kind of this upcoming season of life in the carpool lane, I think there is a power in trying new things. I don't think you'll ever regret trying something new. And Scott, I have a question in that regard. So. If you go to a fancy uh, Mexican restaurant, do you get the same chicken burrito that you've gotten every single time? Or, or Scott, do you, like, do you mix it up and go with the shrimp chimichanga you know,
1: with the special sauce? Jeff, I, I'm a boring guy. I, I found something that I like and I stay with it because, you know, I don't know. You take a chance and maybe it's going to turn out bad. But my guess is that you're the opposite, that you're trying the new stuff. You know, I typically have been
0: your go-to. You know, you find something good, you just keep going and going and going. One of the things, though, that I had a really good friend that did this, she would ask the waiter or the waitress to surprise her. And I always thought that was interesting because it's like, you know what? It's probably not something that you would pick. And I joked, I was like, well, don't be stupid. They're always going to pick the most expensive thing on the menu. (laughs) But it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, right? And and I've done that before where I just say, you know, you narrow it down. You're like, you pick, you, you tell me, surprise me. And,
1: uh, you know, that's, that's a good way of, of living life. So I don't know. I'm, I'm back and forth. It depends. There you go. So that's the new motto of the podcast. Surprise me, Jeff. No, but so- in all seriousness, I, I think it's great because like I said, I tend to order the you know that my favorite thing that I just always get—it's kind of boring—and I just keep doing it. But the podcast gives me a chance to say, you know, I've never been on a Bigfoot hunt before. Let's let's ride along with Jeff while he tries something new, or or uh, try to get us some free cookies from Crumble or whatever else you're doing. So this is really- yes,
0: yeah. So let's challenge the listeners next time you're out at a at a restaurant. You you know you go to your standard whatever. Uh, ask the waiter the waitress to surprise you say yeah just surprise me bring bring me something you think i'll like rarely are they going to disappoint you right because they're not going to bring you something that's like they're going to bring you something that's that's going to delight you so surprise and delight you you asked me um was it worth it yes and my answer to that question is absolutely i think in life Going places, uh, going on adventures with people that you care about is always a good time and is always a good idea. So whether that's a Bigfoot hunt, whether that's anything from our listeners, you know, in their day-to-day life, you'll never regret taking a trip, even if it's to Dinosaur, Colorado. You know, I mean, you can go anywhere. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be a good time. One of the things I've learned in life is Sometimes it's the detours that make life the, the way that it is. And so yep. always good to be with good people and going on adventures and to, I don't know, just being curious having fun and laughing. You know, I think laughter is really, really important as well. And, you know, some people think I'm quite literal when it comes to Bigfoot. And hey, maybe I am. <laughs> right? Maybe I am. There's no shame in that. Um, or, or maybe it's just, you know, one of these things that's like one of these days I'm going to stumble across Bigfoot and, uh, anyway,
1: so <laughs> there you go, Scott, any key takeaways or any thoughts for you as we wrap up the episode? Nope. That, it was a great time. It was a fun adventure and, uh, yeah, I look forward to to seeing what's next here on the podcast. Well, next
0: up is, uh, you know, re aggravating a hamstring injury. I think I'm getting, I think I'm going for a run, going for a half marathon with a 30 day prep window.
1: You've run a marathon, correct, Scott? I have, but I I trained more than thirty days. So, <laughs> uh, as I as I said earlier in this
0: episode, he's my younger brother, but he's twenty five years wiser than me. And uh, you know, uh, way to way to prove that here yet again. But uh, uh, I don't know. Do you, I mean, obviously, we we know what happened in running the marathon, but hopefully, we can at the very end say no. No podcast host was injured in the recording of said podcast. Seriously injured. How about that? Seriously injured. I tell you, I didn't walk for about a week. That that is a true statement. <laughs> That's a half, Scott. When I got <laughs> done with the half, I thought there's no way I could go back and do that all over again, right? Double it, go twenty twenty six miles. There's no way.
1: Yep, turn around and run back to the starting line. There you go. All right. Well, Scott, sincere appreciation,
0: as always, for your encouragement, for you always being uh, down for an adventure, and uh, this, this was super fun. So, he's Scott, I'm Jeff, we're signing off from life in the carpool lane. Have a good one, everybody. Adios. Bye-bye. Don't forget to tip your driver, and remember to give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast.